0: Hello, you're listening to Citizen Reporter number 427 for the 30th of July 2012.
1: We're taking basically the film, you know, an African election back on the road to basically use this as a, you know, mobile cinema outreach campaign to inspire. But here, you can actually have a dialogue based on a, on a, on a positive example, which will hopefully, of course, bring about, you know, a critical dialogue about the situation in the own country.
0: Hi, everyone. Here we are back with another edition of Citizen Reporter and back with a return guest uh, on the line from Rome is uh, film director Jareth Mertz. One of the first things, of course, I want to talk about is your newest project. Uh, For those who don't remember, we first met Jareth at the documentary film festival here in Amsterdam, and that was the film An African Election about the Ghanaian elections of 2008. Um oddly enough just as we speak on the, this the 26th of July uh the president of Ghana who was one of the feature characters uh if I can say characters in that film uh has passed away uh rather suddenly for me anyway um anyway I'm I'm talking and talking hi Jareth <laughs> Hi Mark
1: it's great to be back
0: How yeah. are you doing I'm I'm doing well I'm I'm pleased that we could catch up like this cuz it's um you know it's nicer than when you just first meet someone now some Time has passed, and, and I get to see what else you're, you're working on. Um, a political safari, it's, it's coming up. You're packing up. You're getting ready to go.
1: <laughs> That's true. Um, you know, it's interesting what you just said. Like, one of the featured personalities in the film is, you know, the, the uh, president, um, Atta Mills, who passed away yesterday. Yeah. Um, it, you know, to me, it came as a shock, but it wasn't such a surprise Because, you know, he had been ill and, you know, there were rumors of him, you know, suffering from throat cancer. Um, But we'll see what it really was. But it was a shock to the nation. Um, Here's what we're going to do. We're taking basically the film, you know, an African election back on the road through Ghana and then hopefully other countries in Africa with impending presidential elections. So Ghana is going back to the polls in 2012 this time um, unfortunately without uh, the, the president at the mills but um, nonetheless the idea remains to take a film back that speaks about elections that speaks about a a success you know a success story in Africa uh, specifically in Ghana when it comes to elections because we've seen so many examples in uh, in recent times in Africa where you know the the quest for peaceful, democratic elections has failed. Um, there's also good, you know, examples like in Senegal. But mm-hmm. basically, we want to take the film back to Ghana and travel with the film around the entire country um, for two months to basically use this as a, you know, mobile cinema outreach campaign to inspire. And I really want to say that, you know, stress that to inspire people rather than educate them, because um, this whole philosophy of educating and I think has failed over the years, I think people need to be inspired and see the positive examples, you know, in a critical light, but mm-hmm. positive examples of, of their political processes. So imagine this. You have a truck. You put on a screen.
2: Mm-hmm. You
1: put on a projector and a generator. Um, then you travel from town to town, from village to village. You know, you set up um, under the, the open sky, and you screen the film for... 500 to 10,000 people, I mean, that's what's awaiting us. And, and um, you do this not only uh, under the open sky, but you do this in the local language. So we've dubbed the film. We've dubbed mm. the film into five of the main local languages, one of them being, you know, Dagbani, tree and Hausa. And um, so people really get access to their own stories in their own language.
0: And, and a lot of the places you're going, you know, at first I think of the cities and then in those cases I think, well, you know, they have theaters perhaps or they've seen, you know, cinema that happens. But you're talking about going uh, far beyond any cities. You're talking about going to places where there's no, there's no electricity, for example.
1: Absolutely. I mean, you, if you go to some of well, here's the funny thing. Some, even some of the major cities uh, sometimes don't have electricity. Uh-huh. Um, so it's good to have a generator anyhow and, and a mobile cinema. But you're absolutely right. I mean, we're going to places in the northern parts of the country, in the northwest of the country, that is so remote, or has such remote places, you know, they do not do not have access to, to electricity. Um, but, you know, we're bringing the movie to them. We're not asking them to come to us. Um, so, yes, we're very independent moving, you know, movie theater on wheels.
0: Is, let me ask you something and it's it's more about the the film in this case um, but it also is about how it interacts with with the country and your experience uh, because the film has been shown in Ghana right
1: that is correct We we've had uh, the the official premiere in in March of this year
0: mm. is it is it considered uh, controversial in any way uh, because you know I, I've watched it and and maybe some people who are listening have seen it um, and it's you go with both sides in this election of these two uh, major parties. Um you spend what feels like equal time at least in the film, but I'm wondering how it's so far been received in in Ghana.
1: I think any film that does depict politics will be um perceived as controversial and you know it's it's a, it's a very tight and loaded, you know, very charged political um, atmosphere right now in Ghana because there's so much at stake again. So yes, you know, political parties come to me and say like we're not happy with with what we see. <laughs> And I'm like, "Why um, right. don't you get the message that this shows a very you know progressive way of of um, how Africans you know conduct politics? They're like, "Well, but you know, you, you showed us, and there's promises we made in the film that we didn't live up to." And I said, "Well, that's exactly what the film's about. It's about reflection. It's about going back to say like you have a responsibility as politicians. you can't just go out there and make blind promises and then not live up to them. Um, you know it's a critical voice, but I also say look at the elections in the light that you've done something you've created something that very few african nations have uh... created and 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 also western governments haven't been able to to, to pull through some of these challenges you know look at two thousand bush versus gore
0: mm-hmm.
1: um... you know the supreme court in the end decides who's going to be the next president in ghana it's the people i mean it's it's very progressive so um... you know there's there have been threats that we're going to boycott your film and and um you know be careful what you do and what you say but i don't take these voices serious because i think they're bigger fish to fry and they film that in the end you know shows a positive example of democracy in africa
0: Hmm. yeah um so it's the political safari will go around the country out of curiosity, will you go beyond, and, and I, I shouldn't move so fast past Ghana, because I know that, that there's a lot of terrain to cover, a lot of places to go, but will you go beyond the borders of that country?
1: Well I'm, You know, I'm very happy that you, you are moving so fast, because we have to move fast. Look, look at Kenya. Kenya's elections are coming up in 2013, and Zimbabwe as well. Um, I do want to you know, proceed to, to Kenya, to Zimbabwe. Hmm. I, I'd love for, for the political safari to become a a model, you know, not just about taking this film on the road, but to just keep reminding people of the importance of elections, being, you know, serving the people to, to be able to voice their opinion and their rights. Um, so I do hope we can get, you know, the, here's the basic thing. It always boils down to funds. Um, being independent as we are is always more challenging than if you go with the big institutions but you don't want to go with the big institutions all the times because you realize they're political as well Mm -hmm. Um, it's almost like we're we're so grassroots we're so independent we're so I think nonpartisan that this is a chance for something new to be created in collaboration and that's very very important with African organizations we're partners um, we're friends we're family um, you know, I have African roots. You know, I grew up in Ghana, mm-hmm. so I have roots in Ghana. I have roots in Nigeria. Um, and I think it's it's so important to create these partnerships, um, creative partnerships, because, you know, it's the day and age of storytelling like never before. Um, and and I think the visual stories can have an impact if you inspire and entertain people.
0: Hmm. And, and I think it's quite clear, but I ask anyway, I mean, the Ghanaian elections... In, in any of the countries you just named, beyond Ghana, there's some kind of, um, I want to say, echo. I mean, other countries do pay attention, do, are somehow influenced by what happens in Ghana when it comes to elections and democracy.
1: You're absolutely right. Ghana has always been a role model. And here's the reason why. Ghana was the first you know, sub-Saharan or hmm. uh, black African country that gained its independence in 1957, led by Kwame Nkrumah now Ghana' has always been very progressive in in its democratic growth and has had iconic figures come onto the the into the political arena just let's say Jerry John Rawlings who staged a military coup in 1979 but handed over um, to a democratic government later on or John Kufour who led the country into a new era of economic growth and um, this has always been a role model for people to say, like, look, you can invest in Africa because there is stability, there is growth, and um, and I think Ghanaians are very proud of that. And I think because of this whole progressive movement and independence movement uh, that was, you know, unleashed through Ghana's independence um, and swept across the rest of Africa like a domino effect, um, people always look towards Ghana and say, what's what's the trend? You know, what's going on there? What's our, what are our brothers in Ghana doing right now? Um, so it's a very important factor to stabilize the continent. And um, that's why I think the film itself will serve as a great example for other countries. Hmm. Here's another example. We screened the film in Kenya and in Zimbabwe already. In Zimbabwe, it did pass censorship um, and screened in the Harare Gardens, I think. Uh, it was an open air, um, 500 people.
2: And you have to
1: imagine it's a great tool to 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 educate people and inform them, because what you do is you're telling them about the challenges of democracy, but you're not criticizing their own system. Um, And I think that's when you usually get shut down is when you start to criticize the system that's in place or the government that's in place. But here you can actually have a dialogue based on 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 a positive example. Mm-hmm. which will hopefully, of course, bring about, you know, a critical dialogue about the situation in their own country.
0: Yeah, I think, I think in a lot of countries, as you watch this film, uh, again, like you said, even though they're not your candidates, you may recognize something about your elections that is quite familiar or, or quite the opposite when you watch. And it's amazing
1: what you're saying. You know, it's, it's so much like people, it's what I didn't expect. I didn't expect people to laugh so much during the film like the the film in the screenings in Africa we've had so far have been so different from the ones that we've had in in the United States I mean in you yeah. know in the US or in in Europe yeah. um I mean people laugh and that's always a good sign but in like in Kenya and Ghana they they get it they get their politicians they you know things that are being said um you know there's applause in the theaters like they applaud um or there's boos and it's so much there's so much um, heartfelt um, emotion when when they watch the movie. So you know it's interesting. It almost becomes like a catac- yeah, what do you call it? A catalyst hmm. um, for a lot of frustrations of the people, and 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 uh, you know it makes them laugh, it makes them cry. And I think with the passing of Atamils, when people see the film again, become you know the film uh, gets a different meaning for you know especially for Ghanaians. To Mm. see the president, who really fought very hard to unite all the parties.
0: Hmm. Um, Jeff, let's get into the logistics a little bit. Um, uh, First of all, the the truck. You've mentioned the truck. Are we talking the size of a um, you know the typical truck we see shipping? What do you call that? Tractor trailer. And then the screen is on the side. How does that? How will that work?
1: Well, yes. Imagine a. A, a you know, mid sized truck. Um, so it's not a pickup van and it's but it's it's also not like one of those road trains you see in Australia. But it's it's in between. It's it's a nice, you know, mid sized truck um, that has a screen attached to the side within with a frame, with an aluminum frame. Um, nice. that can be, you know, folded up and and then built up in, in a couple of minutes. Very easy to set up. Um, and basically, then you have a generator on board, and you have a projector and um you have a sound system oh, right and then a, a and a dvd player and um or a computer because it's going to be digital and and then off you go so you have a very small team, very mobile, you have a driver um who's a mechanic at the same time because. <laughs> you are going to be sure that there's going to be breakdowns um, on the road. And then you have, uh, you know, a technician who's, who's there as well. You have always, at, you know, in the places where we're going, you'll always have interpreters um, mm-hmm. to help us, you know, facilitate the, the Q&As. Um, we plan to do workshops with the National Commission for Civic Education and the Electoral, you know, um, Electoral Commission on um, Election Violence, um, and conflict resolution and uh, educational purposes for, you know, voters. It's, there's, there's a lot that we're going to be doing. Um, so logistically, it's, it's going to be very, very exciting to, to have this tour.
2: Hmm.
1: Travel through 10 regions, you know, there's 10 regions in Ghana. Mm-hmm. Um, we're planning on two stops per region. But I already know now that, you know, the, the word's going to spread like a bushfire about us traveling the country um and people are gonna ask us to stop everywhere Hmm. so i think we have to play it by ear Mm -hmm. and see where um you know where we stop we have to go with the flow there yeah um and
0: and and so like things like the truck i imagine you, you you get in that region but you're bringing in uh some of these some of these tools that you're you know you're raising funds to you also have to Bring in and put together basically.
1: Absolutely. You know, what we're doing right now, since we're so independent again, Mm -hmm. um, even though there's partners who say they will support us, we're bringing in, um, we have a Kickstarter campaign actually, a political safari Kickstarter campaign Mm -hmm. to raise money for the mobile cinema. Mm -hmm. Um, So that means we need to purchase the screen, we need to purchase the truck because. We want to invest in long term. We want the truck then to move from Ghana to Kenya to Zimbabwe. Um, we need, you know, the the audio system. We need the uh, the projector. We we need a generator. Um, so all these things have to be purchased. And um, so as as we you know where we stand right now, there's interest from a provider in in Ghana to help us get an even better truck. Like you know to to see that we can match fund from what we get from the Kickstarter crowdfunding campaign, um, and then he will chip in the rest. So basically, he's donating part of the truck for us. Um, it's, you know, so it's, it's actually it's pretty exciting. The only thing that the challenge we face is that we need to spread the word. You know, yeah. We need to, to get raise awareness of people that what we're doing is beyond the usual you know, aid work. Um, that organizations bring to to Africa, but that this is something that everyone will benefit from, that works in collaboration with local authorities, um inspires them to take over the project, you know so that we basically are just giving a movie and a concept for a bigger idea,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. And uh, I mean, Kickstarter is also an in- interesting aspect of this whole thing. When I saw that you were doing something on Kickstarter, it's really, for me, been sort of the summer of Kickstarter because a lot of projects <laughs> have risen. I don't know if you've noticed this, but in my life, between you know uh, filmmakers, uh, uh, inventors, uh, artists of all kinds, it's really um, a big push, which also makes it kind of competitive in some way, even in that forum. In other words, I'm saying you're competing with inventions uh that that maybe have nothing to do with africa or democracy or education um so that that makes it also uh important i guess to get word out and and because you can get lost in this in this mix of projects that's out there
1: absolutely right um i mean there's so much out there that it's you know it makes your head spin but um at the same time it's it's a way of, it's a platform that gives you, you know, the opportunity to, to, to crowdfund, to be independent, you know, more independent than you could ever imagine. Yeah. Um, you know, here's, here's basically producers out there who are individuals, yeah. who become producers of your, of your piece, of your art piece, or your research or your invention, or in this case of this, you know, democrat you know, democracy outreach campaign, um, so you, you have to, of course, you have to have people who are on your side to reach out because you have the you know, economic downturn and people are inundated with emails about other projects all day long. So you have to make a case. So it's not just that you, you set up a Kickstarter page and then the money just rolls in, um, especially with such a you know, challenging project like we have. Um, then a lot of times people feel like they've already given enough, to, you know, to Africa, and then it hasn't had the effect because people are corrupt and the money gets stolen. So you have to build trust. You have to create an audience, basically, um, or partners, gain their trust, and then then you know see if they're going to invest because they're not going to get an immediate return. They might get a credit, but they're not, you know, going to get the the return in the sense that oh, my investment made so and so many dollars. Yeah. But you become a producer, you know, for something good.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's the also yeah one of the aspects of using Kickstarter is that there is this, although it's not the point, um, there is this return aspect, uh, and, and you have, of course, your list of um, for this many in pledges, you you or for this pledge you get this uh, thanks, this credit, this poster, even <laughs> and and up and up, you know, to the point yeah. where I think they get to uh, meet with you. <laughs>
1: I uh, know, you know, it's funny that I was even thinking like we should have a um uh, an award where you get to go on a political safari. The only difference is you're not going to see any any regular animals. You're just going to see political animals.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: You know, it was <laughs> one of the jokes we were making. Wow. Uh, behind the whole campaign. No, but joking aside, yes, you want to give the people something that, you know, not only are you giving them ownership in your project, but you're giving them, it's just a token. You're saying like, look, I appreciate that you even, you know, money, your money is worth a lot. And we, we want to give you something that you actually, that's tangible for you. Um, so it might be a poster that's that's signed. You know, we have a beautiful poster of an African election that's signed. We have um, hand-printed, traditionally hand-printed uh, cloths, um, beautiful Um, designs like ancient designs that are handmade by the king's um, adinkra makers that's the the symbols the way it's done it's called adinkra um, that we you know have made individually for people who pledge let's say five hundred dollars they get one of those unique um, once in a lifetime unique cloths Um, we have you know this private screening with me (laughs) if you donate something where i will tell you you know about the stories from the road from the political safari i will screen the film for you mm. um you know it'll be a QA and you can invite your friends um you know we'll have a session with with traditional drummers given you're in l.a or we're in ghana or wherever we do that yeah. but so you you try to be creative and and reward your your producers basically you know you're trying to give them something apart from the from the intellectual property and the ownership
0: yeah. Now, Jareth, I'm sure you're already on this, but I am already envisioning how cool it would be to watch the reactions of people and hear from people or even just yeah, to be able to see them as they're watching this in, in a, a different country or even in a, a rural area of Ghana, <laughs> the documentary of the viewing oh, of the film. So. I know, I know. Mark,
1: you hit on something here. I think that's the key in the end. It's about the people. And I'm glad you're bringing it back to that. Um, it's about the people and how, how they feel about what they see. And and, um, they're going to see an example of of their own doings, you know, their their own success story. And um, it's going to be very emotional. And I want to film that. Uh, We have a team with us also that is is going to document everything, um, the whole journey, the whole political safari journey through Ghana. Um, You know, we have uh, my brothers joining me again on the road. Mm -hmm. Um, And he was one of the cameramen and uh, directors on the project. So... Um, we're going to capture stories. And, you know, jokingly, I said a couple of days ago, I was asked, like, you know, what do I expect to find there? And I said, I'll be surprised, because Africa always surprises me. Um, There's going to be stories in abundance that, you know, we need to record. You know, it's like the... And I know of a project you told me about you know you you're interviewing your your grandma and, and you're not just interviewing your grandma, you're getting stories you know from the past that will be lost forever if they're not recorded yeah. and this is one of the big problems in Ghana is that if we don't record certain stories, um, they 'll be lost, so we're trying to get elder people to tell us stories, be they you know mythical stories, stories about the history of Ghana yeah. um, and collect them. And um, so those are also the reactions that we're looking for. You know, how was the past? How was politics in the past? What are the ancient democratic structures that already existed? Um, so it's kind of research meets meets um, uh, entertainment.
0: Yeah. So for people who are out there, um, the film is of course an African election, but the the most important thing to take away with you this time around is uh, a political safari. And you can either go to, there's political safari.org spelled exactly as it should be. Uh, And there's also, if you're in Kickstarter and you're browsing around, you can easily find a political safari or an African election and you'll see the project and you'll be able to, uh, to join it. Um, Jareth, I wanted to ask a a bonus question that might be a little out of place, but that's what I like about doing my podcast. Um, Shoot crowdfunding, you know, back to crowdfunding because it's such the topic of the summer for me. Um, you know, we watch in different countries, especially in the West, as budgets are cut and, and regardless of if it's a good idea or a bad idea, they're cutting. And, of course, arts and um, I'll say filmmaking including included uh, a lot of any sort of budgets for that are also being cut, right? Public funds. And then at the same time, we have this rise, especially 2012, crowdfunded projects, direct funding. When you watch all of this, you know, you step back and you watch all this, are you thinking good this is going to balance out or are you concerned where do you fall with all this because i I, I get concerned myself
1: (laughs) well i think it's a fashion um and the side effect of this fashion or this movement right now is that we can create more art independently
2: yeah
1: um but i do honestly also believe that it's at some point it's going to be saturated and people are going to move back to more conservative um structures so I think we, we have to, you know, we have to be very sure that government um, represents art in society. Um, I mean, the funding for it, and that everything that happens on the side is great, but it, we shouldn't be relying only on that, because it's impossible. Um, I just realized through this Kickstarter fund, like getting, trying to get the funds together, you know, we have to raise $32,000. Um, we have 18 days left. We started at 30 days. So 12 days have passed and we've only raised 3,000. Um, I shouldn't say on, only, but money's money, but 3,200. And you know, with the Kickstarter, as you know, if you don't reach your goal, you lose it all. You don't mm-hmm. get to take home a piece. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are working overtime right now mm-hmm. um, and have been for the last month to basically reach our goal. Um, so you know, there's, there's, the, there's the goods and the bads about, you know, the structures. Um, but I'd be interested to hear your concern. What is your specific concern about that?
0: Um, my concern lies a little bit in what you said about what people do after a trend. Because let's say this is a trend. It feels like it. There are a lot of trends. There have been trends like this. Uh, I've been receiving if you want to call it crowd funds or direct donations from listeners, thank you everyone, for for a couple of years. <laughs> and we're talking about uh, enough money to pay for my internet and maybe my water bill and and you know, we're not talking about a salary. Now, should that be a salary? Some some people who do their own podcasts say yes, and and, and I say, well, it is whatever it is at this point. You know, it is what I can what I can raise and what people can afford directly for my audience. So now we get a website, and there are, there are more than one of these, but this Kickstarter is definitely the, the most popular. And there are a lot of people using it, and there are these excellent examples that we can hold up um, that, that got fully funded, or in your case, an excellent example that deserves to get fully funded and therefore should. Um, and we can say, well, this is great, see? so. Yeah, it's the circle of what is now life. Uh, governments are cutting arts, but it's OK because we're moving to the Internet. We're doing it ourselves. We're cutting out, if you will, the middle person. But it's interesting what you say. And and it's definitely something not to forget uh, for anyone who's feeling good about what's happening. It's that um, this may pass. And then where will people go with their with their habits of funding things and and um you know will they just go back to the way things were which is perfectly natural since that's how a lot of us have lived for a long time that's how our society has been organized and if they do go back to the way things were where they don't directly donate they're not actively looking for projects to fund and yet the government has cut everything when it comes to arts then we're left in a in a what i would call a crisis of sorts for anyone who creates um so that's a bit my concern And, and when you said you know, when they go back to the their regular way, their routine, um, that's where I'm I'm worried. But maybe they don't. Maybe they don't go back. Maybe this becomes a permanent thing, a cultural uh, norm on the internet where you fund things that you you find important.
2: Well, I think one of the
1: issues is that there's no regulation. Um, you know, you might say that's good because thereby it's independent. Everyone has a chance. Um, but I think. It's, it's not as simple as that. It's, it's Anything goes, you know, is, is, is almost a problem here. You, you can fund anything you want to. And yes, people say you can't fund a war or you can't fund, like, a revolution. Um, but in the end, it's like it doesn't really always matter what you're doing, but it's, it matters, like, how you present it. And that's what I mean by regulation. Um, mm. there's, there's no – it sometimes seems like you can, you can just go and do anything online um, no matter if it's important or just a joke, but that again is the freedom of the internet. Is that there's no commission sitting there and saying like, "Look, um, we think your art sucks." Um, <laughs> you know, there's 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 it's the independent, it's the the individual who decides what he wants and what he doesn't. Um, but it's you know it's just very early in, yeah. in the game, yeah. and what I what I miss most is that the internet. It's, it's almost like a membrane that sometimes can't keep out the, 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 the dust particles or um, you know, the negative mm-hmm. particles, or uh, so it, because it's just so random at times. So yeah. you have this huge cloud of information, and, and you don't want a police in there because you're saying this is absolute independence. And it's almost like when you say like anything goes in art. You know, so what happens? The, the market is flooded with with anything. So
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. If if anything goes, and and you know, in a way, it's what people always say. It's a reflection of of us, <laughs> in a way, and how we can get distracted, and how you know, in our society, we have these many great examples of good work to to help people to improve the world. And you also have these examples of. Uh, work that is not meant to do any of that maybe it's the opposite kind of work or it's just work that's meant to make you laugh or, or forget um and we sort of get all of that together on the internet so that yeah if you if you go to kickstarter right now you know there's probably maybe one project related to development uh and there's probably two projects that are related to um making something beautiful or entertaining um or well, there's here's, one a the question that.
1: mark. I mean, like, <laughs> how do you determine which project is more important than the other? i um, and I think that's what I'm trying to get at. Is like
2: yeah, you know,
1: yeah. there's there's maybe ten people who want to build a fountain in Africa to give water to a village right right or you can say like oh wait a minute It's so easy to get money if i just put africa um, as my campaign and you know a village somewhere in the north of ghana mm. uh, i went to build two fountains and, and people be like oh that's a great idea fountains yes you know it's tangible they'll have water mm. um so i'm competing with maybe 10 people who are doing that versus me saying like wait a minute it's not about the fountain and you donating a fountain. It's about creating structures that, on a long-term basis, will provide enough income generated by the people themselves, because you know there's stability in the country and business is thriving, that they can build their own fountains. Um, that there needs to be no corruption. So you know that's what I say. With anything goes, you have all these projects just mi- mixed into one bag, and then sometimes it's very difficult to show the the potential donors that, um, you know, your project is maybe more special because it has a more of a holistic approach or a long-term approach versus something that is, you know, instant gratification because here is a is, is, a, is a fountain which in a year's time might be broken because nobody thought about how to maintain the equipment mm-hmm. or to instruct the people how to do certain things. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. So in the end, it comes down to values, identity, you know, ethics ethical standpoints um, and just being less I mean and that's our um, own responsibility to make sure that we really get what's going on in this world that we don't pretend we're connected you know mm-hmm. and I and i think that's one of the diseases of our time we're, we're so connected we think we're connected and in <laughs> fact we're so connected sometimes it feels like we're disconnected from what's really going on
0: hmm. yeah well said um yeah yeah. I, I also wanted to mention one thing I like about uh, your project, and um, it's not so much about Kickstarter, but it's about your, your outreach efforts, is that you're also encouraging and, and looking for, um, you know, not only the people who are writing about it online, you're definitely encouraging that if people are writing about democracy or Ghana or, or in fact in other countries, African elections in general, you're, you're interested in this, in, in any kind of writing uh, related to that. And uh, you're even looking, if I understood it correctly, for um, any students who might be writing about uh, this topic, uh, Ghana and democracy. Um, so, so you're definitely this, this more educational angle to it, um, and and looking at what other people are doing, on and offline.
1: I know absolutely. We, you know, we traveled with the film. We did a, a university cycle within the U.S. and um, also partly in Canada. Um, and in the UK, you know, we, we were invited by some universities like Oxford, Harvard, Yale, and Millbury. Um, and it's been very interesting to see that there's, and I must say, like, you know, shame on me, but I never thought that there was a youth out there that knew about all these things, mm-hmm. let alone cared about all these things. Mm-hmm. And I realized that they were inspired by the movie, that they had something to say about Africa. Um, not only about Africa, but also about democracy and democratic structures in the West, and the U.S. Um, and, you know, some students are working with us, you know, from some of these universities, writing like a thesis, joining us in Ghana, just to look at the electoral system and the electoral structure, um, helping us, you know, create our blogs about what's going on, making, you know, this whole project something more um, complex and complete. Um, taking what they've learned home, you know, as statistics from you know on the ground use, and not just like reading up things, and then uh, you know some of these fake polls that exist, um, mm-hmm. where you just gather information. But you're like, wait, but they get this information from? So we're trying to actively include, you know, your students to 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 work with us um, as partners. Again, they're not working with us. I mean, I mean, for us, they're working with us. And that's um, going to be very, very exciting.
0: Yeah. So um, I, think, I think I'll leave it at that for today. I'm worried. I want to make sure that you have time in the rest of your day uh, to do all the things you need to do. Um, a political safari uh, is definitely the name to remember. And uh, hopefully a lot more people go and check it out. And uh, yeah, you reach your goal, Jareth. That, that's such a, it's such a good goal.
1: Yeah. Well, you see the thing is also this as a final closing word it's not about the money in the end it's not just about the money mm-hmm. um, it's about who gets involved who thinks they you know, have found a voice in what we're doing to express what they feel yeah. um, what they want to do to, to, to make this a success story um, if they think this is important enough and I think there's a lot of people out there sometimes are looking for the right project to do so. Um, and I encourage everyone, anyone who's interested, seriously interested, or knows of somebody hmm. to to spread the word and to also, um, you know, come on board in one way or another, you know, contact us through the contacts on the Political Safari website.
0: Okay. And so for people who want to follow uh, the project and, and, and your work, I mean, I know you're leaving soon for Ghana Uh, as we speak you're packing and uh, what's the best way we have the website of course
1: the website because we're going to have an interactive map you can watch where we are when we are where and you'll always get like blogs and updates and um, you know speaking of artists we're traveling with Ghanaian local artists who will be making murals and workshops um, in in the different towns and villages like peace murals, Mm -hmm. street graffiti uh, which would be very interesting. So you know, we'll have like updates from the murals, the paintings, the workshops, the screenings, um, and things that happen on the road. That's what it's usually about. as you know? so, on safaris, something always happens. It's an expedition.
0: Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to the journey. And, of course, uh, I-, I wish you the best of luck, Jareth. I'll, uh, I'll be watching and-, and cheering you on. Thank you so much again for having me, Mark. A pleasure. <laughs> And that does it for today's podcast. A reminder, of course, that the Kickstarter campaign for a political safari is still up and it's going to be up for the next 15 or so days, and that means 15 days in which. You can get involved, um, especially in such a grassroots project, you know, like he said, no corporate underwriting and all that. I think it's a very interesting time and uh, these discussions about what's going to happen with crowdfunding, the future of it, new places to go with it. I think this is going to keep coming back, at least on this program. And I think in a lot of the conversations uh, you're all having out there at dinner and uh, as you're barbecuing this summer, um, because, you know, it is something that may stay with us and uh, do some good. In the meantime, of course, my own website where I try to do some good is, of course, citizenreporter.org. You can go there for other podcasts, including Jareth's first appearance discussing an African election. I'll put a show, uh, link in the show notes. And otherwise, uh, keep checking back in. Stay subscribed. That way you get the new podcast as soon as it's ready. And otherwise, thank you so much for listening. I'm Mark Fonseca Rendeiro. See you next week. Bye-bye. See ya.
2: One of the problem, you do that, you to my house, you can also say, I'm in my dad. That is another one, 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 that is Oh mama, 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 oh Sammy Penusa Sammy Duffer Superman Sammy Penusa Sammy I wanna If you are missing just go and you your If you Zami, 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 Zami,